his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of the State of California, along with Nikki Maduro and Brett Burkhart. There's yet another hat in the ring in the race to succeed East Bay Congresswoman Barbara Lee. Lee is running for Dianne Feinstein's Senate seat, as you know, and how the race for her spot in Congress is heating up and getting crowded. And this had looked like an easy run for BART board member Latifah Simon. She's a rising star in Democratic circles who announced early and lined up many major endorsements, quickly raising an impressive amount of money in what looked like a successful effort to clear the field and avoid a competitive race, but not so fast. First, Oakland businessman Tim Sanchez announced he would run against Simon for Lee's job, trying to become the Bay Area's first Latino member of Congress. And now there's a third significant Democrat jumping into the fray. For more, we are joined live today on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by that third candidate, Dr. Jennifer Tran of Oakland, daughter of Vietnamese refugees, an assistant professor of ethnic studies at Cal State East Bay. She's got a degree from UC San Diego and a PhD from USC, and she is president of the Oakland Vietnamese Chamber of Commerce. Thank you so much for being with us. All right, so let's begin with the question that we ask everybody. Why do you want to run for Congress? Hi, it's great to be on here, Doug. Uh, I'm running for Congress because our communities are in crisis. They can't wait. And growing up in a refugee household and in Oakland, we've seen time and time again that our communities are struggling, and they've been struggling because they have been historically excluded from our systems. And in Vietnamese, we have this term called and it means to bite down and endure. And as a, a child of refugees, I've seen my parents have to endure the discrimination as monolingual uh, residents and scrape together their dollars to uh, pull together a small business. And as a professor of ethnic studies, my students work two jobs caring for both parents and their children and having no relief. And in this moment, our communities can't get a break. Our communities are coming out and screaming for real partnerships, real practical solutions to the terror and the horror that they're experiencing every single day. As long as our communities don't feel safe to go to school, don't feel safe to go to work or go to the store, we are not all right. And I'm running for office because we can't accept these challenges as the new normal. And we need leaders who have real experience working side by side with community members to fix these local solutions. And the only way we can do that is at the federal level and all levels of government. You bring a a unique life experience to this campaign as the daughter of refugees, as a queer woman, but so do your opponents. So how should voters decide what set of values and experiences are most valuable in choosing which of you to support? Yes, that's, that's a great question that I get often. And I really believe that we need to focus on the challenges of our working families during this moment. And those challenges, once again, cannot just be understood as talking points, but the stories, the harrowing stories of the fear they're experiencing. And 
folks can see from me being born and raised in Oakland that not only do I have the lived experience, but I've been working on the ground with them as a practitioner, as someone who works with local government and all parties to come up with community-driven practical solutions. And we've hit a wall, and our communities really are are really waiting for an opportunity to vote for someone who they have a relationship with, who they built trust with, and who has a track record of bringing those immediate um, solutions to our communities. Dr. Tran, what sets you apart from the other candidates? What's one area where maybe you disagree or you would do something differently? Yes, I, I believe that during this time, it's extremely important for us to face the reality. As long as our communities do not feel safe, as long as our communities are not having any support as small business members, as long as our communities do not have the relief that we need, we are not okay. And I believe that we celebrate the diversity of our communities, but we punish them when they do not have the support that they need. And I believe that we need to be able to create policies that are reflected in their experiences, policies that provide technical assistance that make the lift, make the burden less heavy for them so that everyone can prosper. Okay, let's get very specific. We've been talking a lot about the debt ceiling vote going on in in Washington. If you were in the House right now, would you vote to approve the bill that President Biden has negotiated with Speaker McCarthy? As you know, a lot of progressive Democrats are against it. Yes, I share the concerns of Congresswoman Lee. And if I were in her position, I would also be very alarmed about the problems within the current iteration. If I were in Congress like her, I'd also be fighting hard to address the concerns around the political nature of the debt ceiling process. And we need to focus on supporting our working families and our most vulnerable communities. There are deepening concerns about crime in the district. In fact, they had a safety meeting last night in Oakland, and a lot of people attended. What would you do as a member of Congress to address that? Yes, I have served on the Community Policing Advisory Board in Oakland for years, and our communities are experiencing budget slashes in the upcoming years, and we need a congressional member who is able to provide, who is able to write policy with other Congress members to invest in community policing programs so that our communities can repair relationships with law enforcement and also have the walking beat officers that they need, the community ambassador programs that we need, the non-emergency response in a, a timely manner. And at this moment, oftentimes we are only allowed two options, whether it's defund or a, a really hard take on crime. And we have to face the reality that we cannot be okay. There has to be consequences. But we need victim-centered policies that allow us to work towards solutions now that build towards racial, interracial healing and solidarity. How important is it uh, for Oakland to be represented by a person of color in Washington? I believe that we are we have a really incredible opportunity right now to elect uh, just diverse and progressive and uh, pol- policymakers and leaders who have intersectional experiences and the API communities and the Latinx communities are the fastest growing minority group in terms of voters and together with our BIPOC leaders 
we have an opportunity to really advance progressive change rooted in practical solutions. Well, well, thanks for your time. I'm sure we'll talk again as this campaign goes on. Jennifer Tran, Cal State East Bay professor, president of the Oakland Vietnamese Chamber of Commerce. She's running for Congress in the 12th District, representing Oakland, Berkeley, Alameda, neighboring areas of the East Bay. We've heard from the other two significant candidates in this race uh, so far, Latifah Simon and Tim Sanchez, and we'll continue to follow this campaign as it goes on over the next year. You can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available on the Odyssey app. Wherever you get your podcasts, you'll find us. You can find me on Twitter, always, at Sovereign Nation. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.